We are on the very top of Nun Aleph, Amun Aleph, 51A1. We just have two words on the bottom of Nun Aleph and Beis. Amar Rava, Rava says, My time at the Rava Gamliel. What is the reason of Rava Gamliel? So just a quick review. We are discussing our mission. The mission is discussing what happens if a person, let's say, uh, the cases where, let's say, there's Ruvain, who's the live brother, and his brother Shimon, who passed away without any children, was married to Rachel and was married to Leah. So everybody agrees that if you do Yivam or Chalitza to, let's say, Rachel, and then you try to attempt to do either Yivam or Chalitza to Leah, that it is meaningless. It has absolutely no halachic ramifications. Once you do Yivam or Chalitza, especially if once you do it in the beginning, uh, so then it has no, whatever you do next has no halachic ramifications. It's equivalent to uh, doing chalitza to some random person on the street. You no longer have a connection to Leah. If you did Yibam or chalitza to Rachel, there is no longer a connection. However, there is a machlokas, there is a dispute between Rabbi Gamliel and the Chachamim about the following two cases. What happens of instead of doing Yibam or chalitza, you do the rabbinic uh, equivalent of Yibam or chalitza. So let's say you do Mamar or Give a get, a divorce document. Mamar is uh, the equivalent of, is an action of uh, kiddushin, of an engagement, if it was outside the context of Yibam. So let's say the giving of a ring. And so that would be the rabbinic form of Yibam. Giving of a get, of a divorce document, would be the rabbinic form of Chalitza. <coughs> so Rabbi Gamliel is of the opinion that because, well, we'll see exactly what the reason is, but... If there's a difference here, since this only works on a rabbinic level, and since it only works on a rabbinic level, so therefore if you gave a get or did mamar to Rachel, to the first one, so if you then go ahead and do it also to Leah, so then that would have halachic significance. Uh, for example, you would be usher to, you forbidden to marry her relatives, Leah's relatives, um, and perhaps you'd also, if it was mamar, you would have to give a divorce document to undo the mamar. So, it would, uh, sorry, the Chacham say that it would, uh, the Chacham say that it would have halachic significance. However, Rabbi Gamliel, the opinion that we're analyzing now, Rabbi Gamliel says that no, it does not have halachic significance. Just like even Chalitza doesn't have halachic significance, so too, Mamar and uh, and the Get, they also, if you give it to one, if you give it to Rachel, Reuben gives it to Rachel, so then giving it to Leah would not have any halachic significance. What's the reason? Rava asks, what's the reason behind Rabbi Gamliel? And the Gemara, Rava will explain Rabbi Gamliel with one answer. We will then reject Rava, and then Abaye will give a second answer, and that will be the final answer. So Rava says as follows, Rava says, Rabbi Gamliel was misupak, he wasn't sure. When we say that they instituted a concept of a get and a mamar, he wasn't sure if they actually... Uh, is, has an effect, or it doesn't have an effect. But get, he, he elaborates, get, i-dachi, i-lo-dachi, i-kama-dachi, basr-mai-kavid, i-kama-lo-dachi, basr-nami-lo-dachi. He says as follows, with regards to a get, the giving of a divorce document, so Rabbi Gamliel is not sure whether or not it actually accomplishes the ability to act as a separation, act as a rejection of the Yibam. And if it does, if it has the effect, so then if it has the effect on Rachel, after Ruvain gives a get, gives this divorce tag to Rachel, so then it's like everything's done, and then whatever he does with Leah is meaningless. If he gives a get to Leah, it is meaningless. 
Um, and so too, the same thing is if it has no effect whatsoever. If it has no effect on Rachel, because it's only a rabbinic idea and it has no effect, uh, so then it wouldn't have an effect on Leah either. Just like it doesn't have an effect on Rachel, it doesn't have an effect on Leah. So either way you go, either it has a complete effect and it works, or if it, and then it wouldn't work for Rachel, Leah, sorry, for the, for the second time around. And if it has no effect, so then it shouldn't have any effect on Leah either. And the same thing is true with Maimar. Maimar, Yikani, Yilokani. Leah wasn't sure if Maimar actually works to be Kona, to acquire, to uh, to have them viewed as married between Reuven and Rachel, or whether it doesn't accomplish anything. And if it actually does work the first time, so then Basra Micah of it. So then when he does Maimar with Leah, so then that doesn't accomplish anything, because he already did Maimar with Rachel. And if nothing worked with Rachel, if it didn't work with Rachel, so then it won't work with Leah either. It shouldn't work with Leah either. And so therefore, Rav is of the opinion that Rav Gamliel is just not sure whether it actually, for Mimer or forget, it actually works or not. If it does work, then it should work for the first person, and then it shouldn't work for the second person. And if it doesn't work, so then just like it doesn't work for the first uh, person, it also doesn't work for the second person. So either way you go, Rav explains that according to Rav Gamliel, the second person, it's like nothing took uh, place. It has no ramifications. You wouldn't be forbidden to lay his relatives because it's like nothing took place. There is no longer uh, that connection or it doesn't accomplish anything. Abaye uh, rejects Rava from the following Brisa. Brisa says as follows. Ace of Abaye. Abaye says the, 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 we have the following Brisa. Umoda Rava Gamliel. Rava Gamliel agrees in the following cases. Sheyesh get achar maimar umaimar achar get veget achar bia umaimar umaimar achar bia veget. The following four cases Rabbi Gamliel agrees to. Until now we've had two cases. We've had two cases where Rabbi Gamliel argued on the Chachamim. Those two cases are if you give, you have Rachel and Leah, you give a get to Rachel and then you give a get to Leah. So Rabbi Gamliel says, the second time around doesn't mean anything. Or you do maimar to Rachel and then you do maimar to Leah. Also, second time around doesn't do anything. However, he agrees that let's say, you did Maimar to Rachel, and then you don't do Maimar to Leah, but you give a get, you give a divorce segment, this rabbinic form of Chalitza to Leah, or vice versa, or you give a get first to Rachel, and then you do Maimar to Leah, that it does have halacha significance. And also, let's say we have the following case. It's a little more complicated now. You have Rachel, you have Leah, and then you have a third co-wife. So you have a third co-wife of, let's say, Sarah. So you have Rachel, Leah, and Sarah, and what do you do? The following cases, if you did Maimar to Rachel, and then you end up doing Yibam to Leah, you do Yibam to Leah, and then you give a get, you give a divorce document to Sarah, or you gave a get first to Rachel, and then you did Yibam. In both cases, you do Yibam the second time around, and the reason why it's significant is because this Yibam is forbidden. You're not allowed to do this type of Yibam on a rabbinic level, because once you did give a get to Rachel, or you did Maimar to Rachel, it is now forbidden to do Yibam to anybody else. It's forbidden. Uh, either you should do Yibam with Rachel if you already did Maimer, because you're saying I'm going with the route of with, with Rachel, or if you already gave a get, so then on a rabbinic level, you've already decided that you're not going to be doing Yibam, so then you cannot do Yibam with Leah. So in either of these last two cases, the Yibam in the middle is called Biapsula. It's called a Bia, a Yibam which is not allowed, it's invalid. And then afterwards, in this last case, you do Maimer to the third, to, to Sarah. So in these last two cases, either you do Maimer to Rachel, Yibam to Leah, and then get to Sarah, or you do get to Rachel, then Yibam to Leah, and then uh, Maimer to Sarah. In either of these cases, Rabbi Gamliel agrees 
really in all four of these cases, Rabbi Gamliel agrees that uh, it does have halachic significance, that these cases do have halachic significance. The proof that Abayi has is from the last two cases. Again, the last two cases is where you're doing three things because there are three co-wives. So let's say you did Maimur to Rachel, then Yibam to Leah, and then you gave a get to uh, Sarah. So the logic behind it the whole logic behind it as to why the get that you gave to Sarah is valid, or it has at least halachic significance, is because the yibam that you did was a biya psula. It was uh, an invalid biya because you're not allowed uh, to do biya. But ask Sabaye, according to you, Rav, who understands it in Rav Gliel, what's the logic of Rav Gliel? First you did Mimer, the case is you did Mimer first to Rachel. And so Rav Gliel wasn't sure if that Mimer, if it works, then it works completely. Works completely, so then it works completely, and then uh, the yibum is really that you do in the middle is is meaningless. It has no point to do that yibum in the middle. Um, or the alternative is that the maimer is nothing, doesn't accomplish anything that you did to Rachel, and if it doesn't accomplish anything, so then we wouldn't even call it bia psula. We shouldn't call bia psula the the bia, the yibam that you do to Leah is not bia psula, it's not invalid, because according to Rava, the mimer might be absolutely nothing, have absolutely no halachic significance. If it has absolutely no halachic significance, so then the bia, the yibam that you do, it's not invalid, that's the first step. The mimer you did is not even a first step, so the bia you did is the first step to Leah, and if the bia is the first step to Leah, so then certainly if you give a get then to the third person, to Sarah, that should uh, not have any halachic uh, significance because you already did yibam in its proper fashion. Meaning either mimer was done completely and that worked, that was what you first did to Russell, or mimer is meaningless, didn't accomplish anything, and so then the yibam that you did to Leah is now the first thing that you're doing and that should completely work. Either way you go, if that's the logic of Rabbi Gamliel, according to you, Rava, so then... The get that you give afterwards to Sarah should not work. It should not work. It should not have any halachic significance because either the mimer is completely working or the yibum is completely working because the mimer that you did in the beginning is has no relevance. Uh, and so that's the question that Abaye has on Rava. So Ella Omar Abaye, Abaye says, therefore we have to reject the logic of Rava. It's not that according to Rav Wheel, he's not sure either mimer or get it accomplishes everything or accomplishes nothing. No. Ramaliel holds as follows that get does work. Giving of the get on a rabbinic level, it does work to uh, act as a rejection, as a quasi form of chalitza, and mimer works as a quasi form of yibam, as a, as uh, creating this marriage. However, miu amrabanan ha'yivam bechad sad mahani baget ubechad sad mahani ba mimer. Get achar get lo dachi daha dacha lei kama umaimer achar maimer lo kani daha daha kani lei kama get achar maimer maimer achar get high milsa kadachi va high milsa kakani explains Abaye that the logic behind Rabban Gamliel is that he understood these laws as follows that the get it works at least let's say let's take it in views of numbers let's try to make it uh, that there is. To, to conceptualize this in terms of numbers. So let's say there's a zika, there's a connection between 
Ruvain, who is the Yavam, and Rachel, and Leah, who are the Tsaros, who are the co-wives, or the sisters-in-law. And let's say there's a Zika of, let's say, a hundred. We'll just put a random number to it of a hundred. There's this bond of a hundred. So the get could get makes it that half of it, half of the half of this bond, fifty, is now uh, has been uh, rejected. Mimer works to say that fifty is has been creating a, uh, a marriage, creating a yibam. This is all on a rabbinic level. So by the get says Rabbi Gamliel, if you give a get to Rachel and you've destroyed a rela- this, you've severed this relationship of the fifty part. So then to give a get to Leah isn't accomplish anything because you already severed that part of the relationship. Similarly, if you do Maimar to Rachel, so for 50, the other 50 part of it, uh, you have uh, created a relationship. So then if you do that also to Leah, that's also not going to accomplish anything because you already did it. However, uh, what is true is that if you did get to one, to Rachel, and then Maimar to Leah, or Maimar to Rachel, and then get to Leah, so then it accomplishes something because the get only works for 50. But then the Maimar that you do afterwards to Leah works for the other 50. And same thing with vice versa. And that's how... That's the logic behind Rabbi Gamliel. The question is, what about the Rabbanan? What about the position that says that no? Even if you give a get, after a get, you give a get to Rachel and then you give a get to Leah, that does accomplish something. It makes you forbidden to Leah's relatives as well. It accomplishes something. What's the logic behind that for Rabbanan? Very interesting, very interesting idea. Uh, the Gemara says as follows, that according to the Rabbana, according to the position that argues from Rabbana, it says that if you give a get to Rachel and then give a get to Leah, it works, the logic is as follows, whenever you give a get and whenever you give Maimur, so let's say there are brothers who are alive, Ruvain and Shimon, they're alive, let's say, and Rachel and Leah, they are the sisters-in-law. So when one, when Ruvain gives a get or Maimur to Rachel, is it, do we view it as if they're really just a shliach, it's like they're a messenger for all the other brothers, and the one the, the, the sister-in-law who receives, uh, who also does Maimar, who receives the ring, let's say, is acting as a shliach, as a messenger for all the sisters-in-law. So it's like everybody's involved. That's the position of Rabbi Gamliel. So everybody's involved, and it's like when you give the get or you do Maimar, everyone has an impact on their zika, on that bond. The Rabbanan argue. The Rabbanan say no. When one, when Reuven gives a, a get to Rachel, it only impacts Reuven and Rachel. And it severs that relationship by 50, by half, let's say. But still, Reuven can then give a get to Leah, can then give a divorce item to Leah, and that will then impact, uh, that will then impact Leah. Each person has a different type of a zika. And we have discussed this actually in the past. This is back in Daf Yud, on page 10, but that was in the context not of the rabbinic forms of, of get and, and mimer, but that had to do with yibum. That had to do with yibum and chalitza on the biblical level. And so perhaps there's a difference between how we view this on a biblical level versus a rabbinic level, but it is interesting uh, that the dispute really revolves around how do we view the Zika. Is it one-to-one, Reuven to Rachel, Reuven to Leah, or is it that no, all the brothers, and all the brothers-in-law, they all have this one, and all the sisters-in-law, sorry, they all have this one form of Zika, this one bond, and one person, Reuven, is representing really everybody else, and then Rachel, who also is involved, is also representing all the co-wives. Okay, that is the dispute between Rabbi Gamliel and the Rabbana. The Gemara just has one additional statement, a little bit of a complicated, complicated statement, and then we will conclude. The high biapsula. Ah, going back to biapsula, going back to the cases of biapsula where you did yibam, but it was an invalid yibam. Why was it invalid? Because let's say you gave a get to Rachel and then you do yibam to Leah. So giving a get, it was already saying 
I'm severing, I'm not doing, I'm not going in the route of Yibam. So then it's forbidden to do Yibam to Leah. Or even if you did Mimer to Rachel. Uh, so, and you wanted to create uh, uh, this Yibam with Rachel, but once you want, decided to do this with Rachel, it's now forbidden to do with Leah. So that is called Biapsula, and we view it as though, at least on a rabbinic level, as though you didn't even do Yibam, even though you actually did Yibam with Leah. And on a biblical level, you on a Torah level, you've done Yibam. But on a rabbinic level, it's like you didn't do Yibam. That's called Biapsula, an invalid form of Yibam. So the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Gamliel, Adifa Mimaymer, and it's also Griyam Mimaymer. It, it's better than Mimer. It's superior to Mimer in one respect, but in a different respect, it's inferior to Mimer. What does that mean? Adifa Mimaymer, Dilu Mimer, Achar Mimer, Lo Mahani, Vilu Biachar Mimer Mahani. It's better than Mimer because according to Rabbi Gamliel. If a person did Mimer to Rachel and then Mimer to Leah, that would not work. It would not work because you already did Mimer. You you already created that relationship with, with half of the Zika. So then to do Mimer with, with Leah doesn't accomplish anything. However, if you did Mimer to Rachel and then Yibam to Leah, you did Habiyah with Leah and did Yibam to Leah, you had relations with Leah, so then that would accomplish something. That would be effective. That would have halakhic ramifications. So we see from a certain angle that Yibam is actually has more of an impact than Mimer. But on the other hand, even this Yibam Psula, even this invalid Yibam has more of an impact than Mimer. However, it's also worse. Ugriyami Mimer. It's also worse. How's it worse? De'ilu Mimer Achar Haget Kani Lekulei Shira Deget Ve'ilu Achar Haget Kani Lekulei Shira Deget Because as follows, if, let's say we have the following case, a person, Ruvain, gives a get to Rachel. He first gives a get to Rachel, this rabbinic form of Chalitza. To Rachel. He gives a divorce document. And then... He does Maimar to Leah. He does Maimar. He gives a ring to Leah. So then if there's a third person involved, if there's a third sister-in-law, so then if he does Maimar or gets to that sister-in-law, it does not accomplish anything. It does not accomplish anything because you already did get and you already did Maimar. However, says Rav Gamliel, if let's say you gave a get originally to Rachel and then you did Yibam, you did Bia, you had, you had relations with Leah. So then if you were to go ahead and... and uh, do Maimar with Sarah, that would have halacha significance. Meaning, even though you did Yibam in the middle, but because that's Biapsula, because that wasn't, it was invalid, it wasn't allowed. You already gave a get the first time around. So if you gave a get to Rachel, so then you're no longer allowed to do Yibam. You did Yibam anyways. You had marital relations anyways with Leah, but it was invalid, it wasn't allowed. So we view it as though it didn't actually happen. And then, uh, if you went ahead and did Maimar with Sarah, that would have a lot of significance. So we see that from a certain aspect, this Biapsula, this invalid form of Yibam, is in fact worse than Maimar. Because if you did Maimar the second time, if you first did Get and then Maimar, so then uh, doing Maimar to the third person would actually not have a lot of significance. So in a certain way, Biapsula, this invalid form of Yibam, is in a certain aspect better than Maimar. It's superior to Maimar. In a certain aspect, it is inferior to Maimar. And that's just one point within Rabban Gamliel. Uh, we will see, we'll begin in the next recording, the Brisa which continues to develop this position of Rabban Gamliel.